Good afternoon, good early evening, depending on where you are, good late evening, wherever you are, good early morning, wherever you are. This is Empress Solana, and in the business world, I currently am acknowledged as the Pico Queen in my community. I am doing this podcast on today, January 24th, on Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. And I have vowed that this whole entire year is going to be extremely successful for myself and my loved loved ones and for a lot of collective consciously, a lot of collectively conscious people as well. It seems that all of us are on the same thing, experiencing the same thing. So I myself can't help but to know and believe that that is divine intervention for us all. So with that being said, I commit to being more consistent. I have seen that um, more people are starting to listen to the podcast, so nobody starts at the top. So I'm going to start right where I'm at with what I have. And currently, that is my iPhone, my microphone, and my knowledge. (laughs) Um, So with that being said, There were other things that I wanted to talk about and said I would talk about in my previous uh, podcast that I did not get to talk about and I do want to address, but at a later time. So what I want to discuss today is blended families and what that means to me and also the revelations that come with that and the lessons to be learned that comes with blending families together. Well, as of today, I am 43 years old, excited to have my first few hairs of wisdom. (laughs) And I am also very, very joyful that I have a growing closeness with not just my children, but with those that they associate themselves with. So in this case, um, you know, sometimes we don't think about the effect that we can have on other people without knowing that we're going to have that effect on other people. And a lot of times in the process of blending families, you'll come across triggers that you didn't even know existed and, you know, past generational trauma will leave you uncertain about things. And if you're open to healing, it will give you plenty of lessons along the way to help you reflect on what happened to you and what you need to do to change things for the future. So believe it or not, I don't know if many of you have thought about this in this context, but generational trauma is not just corrected from within your family. The generational trauma is corrected within those associated with your family or those who become a part of your family. That's that's all family. So, you know, outside of yourself, you have to be aware that you are not the only one that has experienced or may have experienced trauma. So other people have triggers as well, not just you. So I am learning that, you know, I'm Lately, a lot has been brought up. A lot of my triggers have been brought up because there are just things, a lot of things I experienced as a child and 
you know, we have no control over that. As children, you have no control over that. You don't sometimes on a lot of times you just don't have a voice. So for me, what should have been a very beautiful moment between myself and my oldest daughter, who is going to make me a grandma for the second time really soon in early March. Mm. I was honored, should have been initially, and, and in hindsight, I was, and in my current state of mind, I am. But at first, when um, my my oldest daughter made me aware that she wanted to name my granddaughter after me, I was like, mm. You know, I was just, I'm like, why are you reacting like this? You know, you should be honored that one of your children want to carry on your name. So my first daughter does not, my first granddaughter does not carry any part of my name, but my second granddaughter will. And so me being me, I have to, I feel like I have to have some control over my life. And so when, when my daughter... Like, she's been telling me this for some months now. So, at first I was like, the father of her daughter wanted, he loved my name. He's like, oh, I want us to name our daughter that name. Or, you know, I'm like, okay. I'm like, why does he want to name her after me? Like, doesn't he have anybody in his own family that he wants to name, you know, his daughter after? You know, that is not, that was not, that was my initial reaction. And... Then I was like, then I started to further go into it. I was like, and I was talking to my youngest daughter who still lives with me, we're roommates. And I'm like, I don't ever get to have anything to myself. I'm like, I want my name to myself. I'm like, it's, I'm the only person I know in this whole entire world with my name. And I would like to keep it that way. And I, and then, you know, she just listened and she's really patient in that way. And I had to like sit there and reflect. She goes, I said, you know what? And, I, and then she acknowledged, I'm like, you know, my that's my inner child. I'm like, my inner child is acting out. Like, I really didn't know previously before this, this moment a clear example of when my inner child was acting out. And so after experiencing that, I realized that anytime you start talking and it sounds like you're throwing a tantrum, that is really your inner child truly acting out. Now, as of today, I am honored. And I'm like, you know, for me, it's just so mind-blowing to know that there's going to be a little me in this world, that someone that carries my name that is that is genetically tied to me <laughs> through um, DNA and genetics. And, like, I will be saying my name to someone else you know that is like wow you know and I know you know this has been happening since the beginning of time people carrying on someone else's namesake but for me it's my first excuse me I'm drinking my tea as we talk here but so I'm I'm at this current stage where I'm honored and and I realize some of us out here in this world we have a lot of power we have power without it's not like it's something that we've asked for, but we've been tasked to create a better reality for those that are around us. I know without a doubt that I have been tasked to create 
the healing that needs to be had within my family. And the best way I can do that is starting with my children and my grandchildren and the partners that my my children choose. And at first, it may be a little overwhelming. And at first, you may have your moments where you're, you're, um, you're clashing with your children's partners. If you're like me out there in this world, and that is you, and that is the season that you're in, it's not always easy to accept the person that your children have accepted to have children with or partner with. Because in your head, you have this idea of what you want your children's relationships to look like. If you're the kind of woman or man out there that is a kind of parent like I am or was, um, it happens, you know. But the thing is, if my father or my mom were to have chosen or tried to choose the people that I had my children with, I wouldn't have went either because I'm like, like, you know, you're not the one that has to be with them. This is, you know, this is my choice. So there are a few things. When you create human life, you don't control that human life. You are, your duty, your responsibility is to keep that human life safe and love them and care for them and guide them as they grow. At that point in their life from zero months to 18 months I mean I'm sorry zero months to 18 years I now know you are the CEO of their life then you are the one to make all the executive decisions for your child for the majority for the most part now if you're in healthcare, just know that in the state of Indiana at the age of 13 your children no longer have to go to the doctor with you. They can go on their own without you. I was baffled at that when I when I first found that out. But for other things, major decisions, yes. When your children are in school and if they're messing up in school or if they do truancy or anything like that, you are the responsible party until those said human lives are 18 years of age. Once they turn 18, you then become the advisor you are the person that they go to to ask questions and give advice but you are not in control of their lives even when they're before the age of 18 these little humans have their own minds and if you pay attention to them all you're supposed to do is pay attention and help them grow and help them know the things that they're supposed to know now people say like you know I gotta teach them right from wrong Right from wrong is selective, depending on who you are, in my opinion. Some things by default are, yes, definitely wrong. But some things that some may consider wrong may not be wrong by other people. It's just based on your beliefs, and we all have different beliefs. But what I also now know is in, like I said, with the blended families, you don't often, or sometimes you may not know what that other person you know, the other half of your children, that your children's partner is, has experienced the kind of life they've had unless you really get to know them. And a lot of young adults, more than I was ever aware of, they just don't have a positive parent figure in their life and didn't have one. So I know what that feels like to an extent. You know, I have my father there 
But sometimes a parent can be there and definitely not definitely not be there at all. Like you could just have a physical body, but they didn't interact. In my case, you know, I had my father there, but he did not attend any events at all from elementary school until the day I graduated. He did not even attend my graduation. And this is a man that I talked to on a regular basis when I was a young mom with all my children until the day he passed away, we talked, but he did not. And I, for the life of me, I don't understand why, you know, but for on a children's perspective, thinking of that, like, why does my parent never show up? Why does my parent, why is my parent the one always missing? So when you become an adult and you get triggered by the relationship that you see your partner having with their family and in your mind you're like I want that for me and you don't have that for yourself and this partner's family isn't open and embracing you it's like you're causing friction as the parent that is the figure to the to the child that is there you know that that you're the when you're the parent that is the figure to the your child, but then this other, the partner that they have doesn't have that. It, it can be just, it can be bad. You know, it can cause, especially when children are involved, it can cause you to, as a grandparent, not have a relationship with that grandchild or not have a relationship with your own child. And if you're somebody like me, like my children were my world. It wasn't until like 2014 2015 to where I you know I had to realize maybe a little bit before that and I had to realize you know the more you make your children your world the less you have one outside of them so when we get to the phase of the empty nest syndrome a lot of adults that are seasoned like myself just don't know what to do so you begin to find your title being very limited when you have to realize there's so much more than who you are as a parent. You are a person. You are a woman. For me, I am a woman. I'm a mother. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm, you know, a confidant. I am a business partner. I am um, a survivor. We have many titles, you know, and I had to, like, I'm talking to my youngest daughter the other day, and I'm like, I don't fully know who Ciceri is because I've been, or what Ciceri really wants in life outside of the things that I currently having on because, have, have going on in my life because I just really never had the clear headspace to say, who are you? What do you really want out of life? I know I want to be successful. I know that I'm going to continue to do my current Pico business and and add on to that to do many other things but at the core of me what do I want you know does that make sense to you out there to me I'm I'm figuring it out um it's bringing joy to my face like today was a wonderful day for me personally because I got to see what being positive and open and welcoming to people does versus what was previous the previous experience I had where I was closed and guarded and selective 
that's not conducive to growth when it comes to your relationships. So one thing that is important for relationships that you are looking to foster is to be open. I know it's not an easy thing to do in 2023 when there are so many crazy things going on. I mean, I literally can't walk down the street with my daughter without being looked at weird or strange by some oncoming driver who thinks that he has the right to just stare us down and stop and potentially try to, you know, jack us up in his car type of thing. Or, you know, I, I just, it's a scary world we live in. Yes, I know. But if you just focus on the world that is in your small circle, then everything else outside of you will be affected by what you think. Like your thoughts are powerful beyond your own measure and your own understanding. So my summary on having a blended family is this. Be open, be loving, be kind. Don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations. Don't shy away from what is going to make you grow with that being said you know my experience with a blended family was toxic and terrible and it was on it was a different kind of blended family you know it was the two parents deciding to blend children from different people all into one household and decide to live together without having the right discussions about what should be done and what shouldn't be done and what is something I'm going to address in a later conversation is a black staple um, saying that has gone on for my entire life in the black community it could happen in others and I'm not aware I can only speak on what my experience is but I know something that has been a stigma in the black community for a long time and that needs to be addressed is the saying that what goes on in this house stays in this house. That is a fully loaded statement with a lot of stuff hidden that shouldn't be hidden and shouldn't be talked about. And because we're stuck in our minds, that has been stuck in my mind for 43 years. What goes on in this house stays in this house. So a lot of stuff that happened in my childhood, I didn't talk about it. I didn't address it. So therefore, the version that some people saw of me was not the right version because I was too afraid to talk about what was supposed to stay in the house, even though it hurt me, you know? So... I really look forward to having more conversations with my family and relatives around me so we can start to open up the door to discuss things that are holding us back, in a sense. And if it were not for the time that I was given to sit here and recuperate and reflect on the choices I've had to make, the choices I still need to make if I'm going to take on this tall order of um, healing from generational trauma then you it's very necessary very crucial that you do the inner work inner work is so so crucial and so key because if you don't work on yourself first how dare you have the audacity to work on anyone else so with that being said I would love to have suggestions on anything you have to say about any of the podcasts that I produce. At this time, my podcast is on the Spotify platform. 
I'm open to topics of discussion. This is, I will, I'm open to break the lid wide open <laughs> to things that need to be discussed. So as usual, I really appreciate you for joining me on this podcast for the sake and purpose of where I'm at in life. This success in the making podcast is being done by the elder Pico Queen, which is I, and my name is Cesare. So I look forward to seeing that you out there are enjoying my content. If there is any questions you have or just anything that you would like me, anything else you'd like me to address or talk about, I am open. So until then, continue to rise and shine, my beautiful kings and queens. Continue to be your best self. And by being your best self, that is amplified in those around you. So although it is easy to love the ones that are easy to love, just know that every difficult challenge that is brought your way is an opportunity for you to grow. So embrace those people in your life that are difficult because they're not difficult for nothing. They're difficult because they're misunderstood. So open up your heart to understand somebody outside of yourself and watch the magic happen. For now, I'm out, but I will be back next week. I don't want to tell you which day next week because I am a working woman on top of being an entrepreneur. I have a loaded, lovely plate that I am honored to have let's continue to take it one day at a time and i will see you next week